We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap presents Football, the show. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Goodness, the Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. Ooh, I'll tumble for you, I'll tumble for you, I'll tumble for you, I'll tumble for you. You know what song that is? What song is that? It's Bruce Arians' theme song for Tom Brady <laughs> and his hopes and dreams for him. Oh boy, that's a that's a rough one right there. But because uh, he sucked, <laughs> he did he did not look good in his debut as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Um, welcome everyone. This is Debates on Tap presents NFL Week One recap. I guess that's the best way to put this. Well, that was a long, so we're gonna have to remember week one <laughs> recap. I guess is the best way. But every time, I guess I don't know. We we. we, we it, it's it's all it's in the flux what the title is, is you know be. working title the main thing is that i'm here with my boy brian yeah. I, I am brendan uh we're here basically to to kind of break down a little bit of week one talk about week two and give our general thoughts of how we feel like the previous the week is gone in, in, in the wonderful world of football thursday was fun so yeah so let's kick it off um right out of the right out of the gate to open up the season was the Kansas City Chiefs playing the I'm sorry the Super Bowl champion Kansas there City Chiefs uh, playing the Houston Texans and uh, KC 134 to 20. It was a crazy game because Kansas City looked it looked easy. It, it, it did not look. <laughs> we were up 31 to seven at the beginning of the like at 10 minutes left in the fourth and quarter. It didn't look hard. You know we uh, we went in. Everyone assumed oh yeah Patrick Mahomes is going to just pick on. Um, the the cornerbacks in the secondary of of, ten, of the Texans and that's not what happened at all. Not really. Instead, for the first time in a long time, Kansas City Chiefs Clyde Edwards Hilaire rushed for over 100, 130, 38 yards, something like that, I think. Something like that. Over a hundred yards first yeah. game. And he was the leading rusher in week one. Uh yeah, for all all the NFL. Right. So so uh so a big year we predicted it here it's it's happening it's gonna happen so so a big theme of this first week of the nfl was that this is kind of like a almost like a preseason for most teams you know what i mean and how yeah it looked rough especially especially the texans texans came out you know they they had that one drive which uh which is a big deal in in the nfl world because most uh opening drives are usually scripted in some way it's uh it's 
a get the game plan that they kind of roll with and things like that. So that first drive of theirs looked really good. Yeah. They blended a lot of rushing. They dinked and dunked. Honestly, they, their offense kind of looked a lot like New England Patriots of yesteryear, uh, which we'll probably get to here in a second or two. Um, but then after that, they scored a touchdown, and then they just died. Like, <laughs> well, I think we killed them. Yes. Uh, I, I think I sent that stat to you earlier in that uh, we were the we pressured Watson on 60% of his drives, which is the highest pressure rate snaps. in... Yes, on, yeah. on snaps, which is the highest pressure rate in the NFL in week one. Um, but yeah, so like I said, getting that out of the way, that felt really good. Um, I, I feel like the Texans really, really missed DeAndre Hopkins, which is a which is a big fucking deal. He had a big game. He had a big game with the, with the Cardinals. We'll talk about here in a second. So like I said, major theme of this this uh, this week one was it felt like preseason. Everyone kind of moved a little slow. Mo- most teams moved a little slow. Um, a lot of sloppiness and a lot of teams out of rhythm, getting into rhythm. It, it was interesting, you know. So. Um, so up front, you know, we're like I said, we're going to break down week one. Um, I was able to because I had Monday off was able to watch or see highlights of most of the week one games, which I think it was fun because I was able to kind of give my thoughts on or I'm going to give most of my thoughts on a lot of these games and things like that. Um, but good God. Uh, so so next big game I'm going to look at um, Seattle and Atlanta, uh, Seattle 13825. Uh, Matt Ryan had a huge game. I think they had three receivers each over 100 yards each, which was insane. threw for 450 yards. Yeah. And uh, they lost. And they lost. They only scored 25 points. Uh, Seattle looked really good. They actually passed the ball, let Russell Wilson do his thing. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, got, got that makes you wonder, um, Atlanta's issues with the defense of the past few years is kind of boiling over again. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the, the Falcons. I didn't get to see him, but I can only imagine that they kind of puttered in the uh, red zone like a lot of teams this week did. Uh, I think that'll get better over the over the season. But yeah, right. for now, red zone's a little rough. And that, that, was, that was a big thing is that, you know, teams were able to move the ball okay sometimes. But then I, it was a, that was a big theme is that, when that sloppiness and rhythm stuff is that once teams got in the red zone, they just weren't able to finish drives, which, yeah. is, which is kind of crazy. Uh, next big one is uh, New York at Buffalo. Buffalo won 27 to 17. It was never really a game. I would say of all the teams that played this past week, Jets looked the least prepared. Um, they looked really sloppy. They looked really bad, um, uh, especially against uh, the Bills' defense. Uh, Josh Allen and the Bills' offense looked pretty damn good. Um, Allen, looks, Allen looks like he's still developing, which is awesome. But uh, he was still really bad about taking care of the ball and had some throws that were just like, what is he doing? I think, yeah, he's going to be a slow learner, you know? I think he is. And it's going to take uh, – it was good to see Buffalo come out with a win, especially against a divisional rival. But um, I think there's still a lot of questions, especially early on, is is, is really the year Allen's going to step up? Because, again, they were playing a really bad Jets team. And uh, for Josh Allen to fumble twice, that's, that's that has a lot of question marks there. So I'm really interested to see what ha- what happens there. Um, next big game is this. This is a doozy of a game. Chicago at Detroit. Chicago won twenty-seven to twenty-three. But Matt Stafford, Brendan, uh, the the Bears were down three scores in the fourth quarter, and they came roaring back. Um, granted, I will say, Lions had a ton of injuries uh, in the second in the throughout the game. They had the big ejection by one of their linebackers who lightly touched his head to a ref and the ref ejected him. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did not. It was bananas. You're not allowed to touch him. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's what the ref said after the game. I think the linebacker was basically trying to say, because I think he got flagged or, so, or there wasn't a flag, and he was trying to say, hey, he lowered his head at me and lowered his head to the ref, and the ref just immediately kicked him out of the game. Um, gosh, yeah, again, Lions, big story there is they shit the bed 
I think uh, I, I read something. Yeah, Matt Patricia is now nine twenty three and one in his tenure as head coach for the Detroit Lions, which is not good. Brutal. Um, I feel really bad for DeAndre Swift. They put him in. He looked okay. Adrian Peterson actually looked, actually looked really great. He was uh, a rushing leader. Yeah, for the for the for the Lions. Um, but DeAndre Swift was the rookie uh, running back who was put into the in, uh, who had the game winning ball in his hands in the end zone and dropped it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think, you know, much like that theme of sloppiness and that this feels like a preseason, don't put a kid like that in that situation. <laughs> we know what he's going to be working on all week. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stafford looked okay. He almost threw multiple picks. He had a really awful interception um, trying to put in a tight spot that actually bounced up into Kyle Fuller's arms or Kendall Fuller's arms. I'm sorry. And he took a, little, a lot of really dumb sacks. Um, this is another game where this is going to be the common theme again is that it took both teams a really long time to kind of get going and get in rhythm, and none, they couldn't finish drives until uh, until about this into the into the first half for the Lions, and took four whole quarters for the Bears to get going. So, um, uh, interesting stat for the Bears is their first third down conversion came with two minutes left in the third quarter. Yikes! That's how bad the Bears were playing. And Mitch just has to warm up. Mitch a little has bit, to know? warm up a lot. And and this is something I was kind of re- you know you know there's a whole thing we talked about in our uh, off season talk and everything like that was how much you know are they going to go with Nick Foles or going to go Mitch Trubisky like what's going to happen and I think it's pretty telling that they signed Nick Foles for that much money gave up a pick I think to get him and they're still rolling with Mitch Trubisky (laughs) maybe I I think they're just gun shy and they'll go ahead and start him soon but uh yeah I I think avenge I think basically it looks like what the plan is is that they look not like geniuses but they're they got. They had the guy waiting in the wings. Nick Foles has come off the bench for the won a Super Bowl off the bench for the Eagles. So I think either way, if they roll Mitch Trubisky and he looks good, great. If he doesn't look good, they have Nick Foles waiting. Great. If they don't, that doesn't work out. We have the draft next year. Yep. You know. Uh, okay. So next game, another big game. Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay actually looked. I mean, well, I'll say Aaron Rodgers looked pretty good. Yes. Uh, Green Bay, they uh, torched them 43 to 34. That score is not indicative of <laughs> it. It wasn't close at all. It was a, it was a blowout. Um, I will say the, the big thing about this game is that, uh, yes, Aaron Rodgers picked apart young cornerbacks for the Vikings. That was a big uh, issue going into the season. Um, Vikings were able to score, but again, it was just never close. So Aaron Rodgers looked incredible. I think, uh, I think we had kind of alluded to a couple times that a whole drafting Jordan Love was hopefully light a light a light a fire under Rodgers. Yeah, maybe I think it did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, uh, next big game was Miami at New England. Uh, New England won twenty one to eleven. Cam Newton's uh, coming out party and two rushing touchdowns, seventy five yards. Yeah, the most uh, the most uh, designed runs I think he's ever had. Um, I, I think this is really great. Uh, Dolphins don't look to be competitive with Fitzpatrick at all. So now it's just a matter of time of when's Tua going to come in. You know yeah. what I mean? I think one or two more losses under 200 yard passing for them. I know it was it was a brutal showing, um, and especially with all the opt outs that the Pats had on defense anyway. And for the the Dolphins not to look that good was was pretty crazy. Um, the Pats offense looked pretty straightforward. Uh, Cam. Uh, had a lot of options, RPOs, stuff like that. Yeah, you know? whenever they uh, whenever they finally let him loose, I'm more excited this time. It was definitely more like we have Cam. We're going to establish we have Cam. We're going to give him a lot of runs. Right. We know we're playing the Dolphins, who are not going to be good. Let Let's yeah. see what Let's see what shakes loose with this. So and, yeah, they'll, it, later in the season, look look for more Cam passes. Uh, yeah, and he'll have some big games. He will. And I'm really curious uh, when 
they come up against another with like a stout defense with that what that looks like you know what i mean yeah so but yeah i mean already a good showing with them speaking of stout defenses oh boy yeah philadelphia at washington washington ended up winning 27 to 17 uh this was a bizarre game because it was all eagles to start the game out with the uh, eagles went up 17 to nothing i think very quickly and then just fell apart that that front uh, uh seven or whatever of the washington football team uh annihilated they ended up having eight sacks on carson wentz two strip sacks two strip sacks chase young came out oh my god it was it was nuts um it wasn't until yeah right before halftime wentz uh threw a big interceptions that haskins kind of got in a rhythm and scored but i think I don't think Washington is going to be that good. I think their defense is going to kind of prop them up a little bit, but yeah, they'll be up and they won't be consistent. Haskins, Haskins still look pretty rough. So, but, but Wentz, Wentz's bad decisions after the half and the Eagles offense was just totally out of rhythm after that, after that, um, this division is going to be really interesting, I think. So, <laughs> so yeah, so look out for Washington's defense. I think it's going to be, it's, it's going to be all right. Um, Las Vegas at Carolina, Las Vegas ended up, or the Raiders ended up uh, pulling out that game 30 for the 30 Carolina is not a good team. So for the Raiders to barely squeak out this win, give up 30 points to is, them, yeah. is pretty telling because all, all Carolina has is C-Mac and Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And C-Mac wasn't even the leading rusher, was he? Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah. He, but was. he didn't get a hundred yards. Correct. 96. Yeah. So I, I, that's just bananas to me. So yeah, this was a crazy game because it was, it was very back and forth, very back and forth. But I think this is a, this game to me is more of an indictment against, uh, the Raiders' defense and how yeah just thirty points mismatch it was against this against this this uh, this Cardinals, I mean I'm sorry Carolina Panthers offense. So so yeah, so look out for that. That's gonna be a little bit crazy. <laughs> well, my boy Gardner Minshew's next, and he Dude, won this game. This is probably my most uh, most fascinating game of the week for me. Is uh, Indianapolis Colts played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville won twenty seven to twenty. Minshew threw three touchdowns. And only had one incompletion. That's good. They had uh, Philip Rivers had two sacks. He threw for like almost fifty times in the game, which I, behind that line with even though they lost Marlon Mack uh, with Hines back there and everything like that, you you gotta run that ball more, man. Yeah, I, I was pretty amazed. This this game was a lot of fun to watch. The Jags team, I think, is going to be it's it's probably going to be a pretty surprising team because they are able to hang with the Colts. Um, even though the Colts are likely going to have a pretty stout defense, still scored, still put up points, and took advantage of turnovers. So I think that's a, that's a big, big win for them. So, so yeah, so that, that was a crazy game. Let me see if I have anything else for them. Now, yeah, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, next game was uh, Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore smashed the Browns, thirty-eight to six. This game was was a bizarre game to watch because. The Browns were sloppy, very bad. Their defense going into the season, we were very concerned about their secondary and linebacking core. Um, they actually held the Ravens to uh, to pretty conservative uh, running rushing output. Um, but whenever you don't cover anyone over the middle of the field, it's it's pretty much easy for Lamar Jackson to sit back and toss the ball. Yeah, so. especially when he has all day to do it. Yeah, so it, it was a rough game. I mean, they had Browns had multiple errors and multiple craziness. They uh, they they went for a fake punt at fourth and four on their first drive, and their punter fumbled the ball and set up the Ravens in a, like almost in the red zone. Yeah, it was a it, it was a very bizarre game. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm really curious when it comes to the Browns when it, like going forward. I mean, they have so many options in in 
and things on offense, you know. They've got so many. That you've got like, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. On, man. <laughs> like, Who was that? David Njoku, that, that tight end? Mm-hmm. I think he's on IR now. I think oh, he hurt his knee. But. Boy. Well, they had him. So they still have Jarvis Landry. They still have yeah, OBJ, yeah. all those guys. Figure it yeah. out, Baker. Clean her up. I know, man. So I, I think it's going to take a lot of uh, battening down the hatches for the Browns to be really competitive. But they're, they're, the way their defense looked, and again, this was basically a glorified preseason that counted. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's telling that they did so poorly. Um, Los Angeles uh, Chargers played at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Los Angeles won 16 to 13. Um, both what a teams. Suck off. I know. The bo- this was a. I, I told Bry Guy watching this game, it was. Very, very boring. Both had new quarterbacks, new offenses. Everything was so out of sync and boring. Uh, Burrow had flashes. I mean, he looked okay. But I think, I don't think people forget this, but the Bengals have a very new offensive line, a very bad offensive line. And LSU, Burrow had one of the best offensive lines in the country. So, um, but Burrow had like flashes. Like I said, he had a great uh, late game drive to tie it up and their kicker missed the kick. Yep. So, Poor, poor Joe Burrow. His face at the end of the game was pretty telling of how brutal that that game was. Oh, it's the NFL now. Uh, probably the marquee matchup, I would say, was Tampa Bay at New New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans won 34-23 pretty handily. Uh, Tom Brady looked fine the first drive. That was it. Yeah, again, that coordinated drive. I think the, the game plan scripted out drive. But after that, my God, they just fell apart. Uh, mm-hmm. I wrote, uh, yeah, Brady came out looking really strong. I thought I was straight up going to tell Brian I told you so, but but well, again this no you did I, I said I didn't want to I said I didn't want to and then the game kept happening. Yeah. <laughs> hey Brian, do you remember what happened in February? Oh yeah, you and Molly got engaged. What? No, that was literally a year ago, last May. Dude, did you make shirts to commemorate what happened? Oh yes, the shirts I made for that event that I remember. You know, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. You mean the red and yellow shirts supporting Greenworks KC. (laughs) How could I forget? Okay, are we done with this bit? We definitely are. Use promo code DEBATE10 at HopeClothingKC.com for any purchase, including the red and yellow limited run Super Bowl t-shirts. All purchases benefit local Kansas City charities Rose Brooks and Greenworks KC. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, promo code DEBATE10. Go fuck yourself, Las Vegas. But yeah, then the game uh, kept going, and they had to play more than just a first quarter, a first drive of, of football. And this is the perfect example of adding veterans and big names, and it takes it's going to take some time for them to gel and get going. Yeah, uh, Brady made a lot of bad decisions, and Bruce Arians came out firing. <laughs> uh, everyone everyone looked off after that first drive, and no one looked in sync. Mike Evans, uh, everybody like it, it was crazy. Gronk looked like Frankenstein's monster running around there. He um, did. I will say one thing that really interested me with the Saints is that uh, Breeze looked a little slow to get going. I think he only had something like uh, like only 160 yards or something like that I mean, passing. Less than 239. We know that. Yeah. So it didn't really test his arm. So I'm really curious, you know, game plan wise when it comes to the Saints, because that, that's a big thing with uh, Drew Breeze is as the season wears on, he kind of kind of falls off a cliff a little bit. I'm curious if they're kind of biding their time a little bit with how good their defense is and how good Alvin Kamara is and Latavius Murray. If uh, they're kind of, kind of just putting the brakes on him a little bit and unleashing Drew Brees when they really need to, especially in that game, whenever they were getting so many turnovers and not having to worry about things like that, it's, it's right. You don't have to make your quarterback do everything. You can kind of play, play it a little more safe whenever 
that situation happens. Exactly. So, so it be it, it's. I, I think again, Tampa Bay. They're going to get better. All these teams, in one way or another, are likely going to get better as yes. people get kind of moving a little bit. Um, but it's very telling. When we can talk about that in a second. Kind of like the big mistakes people made and you know what they're going to keep doing. So, uh, especially with Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay's offense, you know that that's the big thing is that when new new quarterbacks coming coming into Tampa Bay's offense and offensive scheme. There's going to be a lot of turn- turnovers because you're pushing the ball, pushing the ball down the field, uh, making hard throws. And Tom Brady, this is not his offense anymore. Yeah, and uh, it's not what he's used to. So I, I'm I'm very curious what that what that's fully going to look like. Uh, next game, which was a fantastic game, was Arizona at uh, San Francisco. The Cardinals won 24 to 20. Um, this was a wild game because um, Kyler Murray looked really good. DeAndre Hopkins showed. With his 151 receiving yards, yeah, why they and needed him? Catches. <laughs> yeah, uh, this was a fantastic game to watch. It was it was pretty great. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, it, it's one of those things, you know, losing pieces on both sides of the ball. Like when it comes to receivers, offensive line help, uh, defense lost a lot of help on that side of the ball too. It, it's kind of wondering is this this a blip or is it big Super Bowl hangover season? Um, and we talked about, I'm really high on the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals a lot. Um, and I think with everything we've seen, especially from the, from the Seahawks, from the Cardinals, and even the Falcons kind of put up a, showed a pretty good offense. What's the, what are the 49ers truly going to do? What's their ceiling this, this year? Right. You know, I don't think their ceiling is beating. Honestly, we, we kind of talked about it and I had them in third. Right. They might go to fourth, depending if, if, uh, Atlanta can, I think so. I, I think they, they, they might have, this might be a bad season for the 49ers. Um, they were really bad on on third down. I think they only converted like two or three total third down conversions all, all, all game. Um, Jimmy G made some really bad decisions and looked out of sync. He almost tried to murder George Kittle. I don't know if you saw this highlight. Um, it was a broken play. George Kittle was out in the flat. He tossed it to him. The ball was high. G- George Kittle jumped up and a guy tackled him and sprained, basically hyperextended his knee. And George Kittle is now questionable Ooh boy. Uh, for this next game. Uh, it was a terrible decision. He, Jimmy G made terrible decisions all game, overthrew a guy or two. Looks a lot like he did in the Super Bowl. So, uh, again, I think this, is, this was a prime definition of even though Jimmy G had 259 yards. You can't ask him to do uh, too much. Yeah, ask him to do too much, and he's, he's fucked. Um, Dallas at Los Angeles. Uh, Rams eked out a win 20-17. to 17. Um Dallas looking a lot like they did last year, even with a new head coach, Mike McCarthy. Um, they made a lot of weird conservative calls. Um, Dak kind of didn't look so so great, but again, lack of offseason kind of made me highlight that. Um, but this was a prime example of both these teams with a shitload of points on the table because both these teams moved the ball all up and down the field, but just couldn't capitalize when it when it came down to it. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, so but I think a big big indict big look at this this whole thing is if the Rams can't score against the Dallas uh, defense, then that's, 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 that, that, that shows a little bit of trouble. Um, so Monday night games, uh, Pittsburgh uh, beat uh, New York 26-16. Saquon had six rushing yards. Saquon, like the, the Steelers' D, I think, is, is going to be pretty damn good. Um, yes, I don't think New York's going to be that good, but the Steelers' D was just shutting down every rushing thing they could do. Um, I did feel bad for Daniel Jones. I mean, uh, there were times that he was able to move the ball really well. He had a 
16 play drive, 19 play drive down the field and then ended up throwing a interception, I think to, uh. to cap it off. So a lot of just bad decisions. Um, but even still saying that, I mean, Giants defense looked pretty, pretty okay. Um, I think once they kind of get cooking, I think Giants will be a little bit better, but, but with everything, I mean, with the, how the Eagles look and how the Cowboys look, I don't know, maybe the Giants are gonna be a little bit more competitive. So, so we'll see about that. Uh, big Ben, he started out super slow. He looked like the rustiest man on the planet. Um, and then as they kind of worn on, wore on, he, he looked a little bit better and kind of got in sync, but it, it took him a while. It, it took big Ben a little while. Uh, last game was the Tennessee Titans playing the Denver Broncos. Tennessee won 16 to 14. This was a sloppy, brutal game to watch. Um, every both team, I think it was seven to seven in the third quarter. Like it was Ugh. bad. It was such a slow start. The Broncos D, um, they really st- like d- stepped up and stopped the run. I think Derrick Henry, even though I think he had 160 yards, they rushed him 31 times. That's too many. That's way too many. That, that equals something like only three yards of carry, which is just first game br- of the season. Brutal. Um, and they they pressured uh, Tannehill quite a bit. They also uh, hit him any chance they got. Um, Lock uh, Der- Drew Lock looked kind of scared and worried a lot of the time. He he looked kind I think of just his natural I, face. I think so like I, I don't know, man. He's worried so, to be alive. Yeah, their O line still pretty bad. The play calling and time management or time or clock management looked really bad. Uh, it was a very sloppy game. Uh, Locke missed a lot of easy passes, but he also hit a couple nice little passes. So um, I, they didn't have Cortland Sutton, so I think that's a big deal. I mean, they they announced their starting wide receivers, and it was Jerry Judy and other guys. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Yeah, Judy did look good though. He did. He did. He, his step looks good. He dropped a couple balls, but that's just rookie stuff. I think he'll he'll kind of pick up. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so that was week one, kind of in the books. Uh, well, little fair warning here. We're not going to do every game every week. Right. So we just kind of wanted to get uh, think, week one in. Yeah, I think every week's going to be kind of impossible with our schedules and stuff. Like I said, the only reason I was able to really do this was because of uh, having the day off on Monday. But. Yeah, so we can do the ones we watch. Right. Uh, you're definitely going to get Chiefs ones, which is good for our KC listeners. 100%. Uh, and you, you, it, we'll also do like... You know, if there's another Braze, Braze, Braze and Breedy, whenever Braze and Breedy play each other, uh, whenever Breedy and God damn it, whenever Brady and Breeze You're ready for radio today, <laughs> play each other. My tongue is the size of my face right now. It feels <laughs> like uh, whenever they play each other, uh, you know, we'll get those kind of matchups, just the bigger ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but so we're going to real quick run down just a win loss of our predictions right. for next week. So. Uh, First up Thursday night, we have the Bengals at the Browns. I mean, who gives a shit, right? And I think the Browns are going to end up winning this game. I do too. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a bad game. <laughs> yeah, you're coming off four days or whatever of this this shit. Oh, it's going to be bad. Uh, next up is you have New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. Um, I think the Bears right now are maybe a little bit better than the Giants, especially since um, Daniel Jones needs a little bit of time to get kind of moving and going and stuff like that. But um, I think. Most of these teams, once their defenses kind of get moving a little bit, um, I think the Bears' defense is going to get woke up a little bit, and uh, in, I think I think it's going to be Bears this this game. I think Giants are going to bounce back. Yeah, um, we have the Falcons playing the Dallas Cowboys. Um, this is an interesting one <laughs> because uh, even though they're the they're, they're, there's a home opener for the Cowboys, I think the Falcons are going to take this one. I think the Falcons have the the offense to to take it to the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are a little too they're still kind of out of sorts and they're making the same bad decisions they made last season so i'm curious how that's going to look i think falcons are going to win too it's going to be telling if they can still uh, uh hold up 
I mean, they, they scored a lot against, not scored a lot, but they moved the ball well against Correct. Seahawks. So if they do that again against a worse Dallas defense, then right. we know who they are. Absolutely. We have the Detroit Lions from the Green Bay Packers. Packers. I, that's <clears> not even a... Uh, Packers. The Packers, they're playing at Lambeau. Like, not a chance. Uh, we have the Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Tennessee Titans. Jags. I think the Jaguars are going to pull this out. I, I'm... I don't know if I'm Minshew mania right now, but I'm I'm a little higher on the Jags right now, so they're they're kind of climbing my power rankings. He's started wearing the same shorts I wear early last season. <laughs> uh, that was kind of annoying to me. He didn't even credit me, but yeah, I think Jags are going to do it. Yeah, I think uh, too many people, in my opinion, are putting a lot a lot of stock in the Tennessee Titans, and they paid a lot of money to a quarterback and a in a running back who can't score. So yeah. um, to me, really interesting. Uh, we have the Minnesota Vikings playing the Indianapolis Colts. I think it's going to be the Vikings here. Yep, same. Um, yeah, I think Vikings are just they're just a better team, and again, they're off. They, I think they they're going to make up for their defense. Offense is going to make up for the defense. So, uh, next big one or not big one? I just keep saying that. Uh, Buffalo Bills playing the Miami Dolphins. I think the Bills are going to beat the Christ out of the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, they're going to beat the absolute <laughs> piss out of the Dolphins. It's and I also think that the enough. this is the game that Fitz gets benched. You think this is it? If they if they get another blowout game, I think oh, they're going to yeah, play the I whole game. But if they lose to another division opponent badly, probably in week three, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Um, we have the San Francisco 49ers playing the New York Jets. Jets are garbage. So I'm going with the 49ers here. Yep. yep. Uh, Los Angeles Rams playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Eagles, baby. Ye- fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I worry Aaron Donald. And that that, He's front, gonna, that defensive yeah, yeah. line and how, how, the, how what the what the football team did to you know that football team that to, to, yeah, to, yeah. to the Eagles. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams on this one. Okay, I think the I think the that defense is gonna take them to town. Uh, Denver Broncos playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, they're gonna scare Drew Locke to death. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> T.J. Watt and uh, Bud Dupree are just gonna annihilate. <laughs> yeah, that poor man. Uh, we have the Carolina Panthers playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm gonna go with Bucks. Okay. Um, just because I think Carolina is so bad. Carolina is yeah. very bad. Uh, I like, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I like C-Mac, but that's really all they have. So I, I, again, Panthers are not one of the teams that I expect to win a lot of games anyway. And I think coming off week one, I think the Bucks are going to be a little bit better. And again, they, they put up what 30, 20, 30 points against the saints. So yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to look pretty. Uh, uh, yeah. I think the Bucks are going to win real quick. I'm mm-hmm. very disappointed with the slate of, 12 o'clock games because I want to watch all three of the I know three there's games. there's a lot of good ones so uh three o'clock games we have Washington football play, football team playing the Arizona Cardinals I think it's going to be very telling for both teams so if Kyler Murray does yes. well against that defense yes. or I, if that defense does well this against, is the game I uh, there's a game coming up here in a couple well well two games coming up that I think are gonna be really really good so I'm saying all the three o'clock all the three games, o'clock man. games are very good um, but I think, yeah, this game's going to be very telling for both sides is how truly good is that Washington defense and is Dwayne, I mean, even though he looked bad against the Eagles, um, is Dwayne Haskins going to be able to move the ball somewhat against, you know, against the Arizona Cardinals? Mediocre. Who, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but I, I'm really curious what this looks like against a really good front uh, with the Cardinals. So yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm pumped to see what Kyler Murray does next. I am picking week. the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I will also pick the Cardinals because I trust I think, again, in most of these matchups, look at the quarterback kind of situation and things like that, and I'm going to go with the Cardinals as well. Uh, next big one is uh, Kansas City Chiefs play the Los Angeles Chargers. I'll say, I mean, duh. No, this is, well, oh, I'm sorry. Wait. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to annihilate the Chargers. I, I'd say this is the most boring one for the rest of the NFL. I was going to say, for us, it's great because we, we're playing a divisional rival. We get to see what that looks like. With the but, new quarterback. With the we, new quarterback, yeah. but... 
Tyrod Taylor didn't really look good. I mean, his, his skill set is not suited to pass to pass to Keenan Allen and, and guys like that. So I'm I'm really curious what that's going to look like. Uh, Chargers defense, I mean, didn't they they got the job done against a bad Bengals team? But I mean, I think they lost another. They scored 16 points. They scored 16 the points against the Bengals, which I think is telling. Um, also, I think uh, the Chargers had another big injury. I think um, I think a linebacker, defensive end, or something like that. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough stuff. We'll see. Um, Baltimore Ravens play the Houston Texans. Oh, um, that one is gonna be. This is gonna be. This is probably gonna be my favorite game of the week because second game second game. favorite. I'm sorry, sorry. I do think the Ravens are gonna win this game, but I think the Texans have seen enough from their team to have a little bit of a bounce back especially offensively to kind of get the ball rolling a little bit for sure. It's not going to be a blowout like Baltimore no, I, Browns. Correct. I, I think it, this, this game is going to be a little bit closer and I think it's, I, I think the Deshaun's going to go, okay, I have to do more, <laughs> you know? And uh, I think, I think it's gonna be an interesting game. Seattle versus new England. Yeah. Sunday night football. I, I'm going to go with Seattle. Um, I'm really interested to see how against a better defense, a better team, the Patriots offense looks and everything like that. But I think ultimately, I think Russell Wilson's gonna gonna take this game. I think this might be the year of Russell Wilson. <laughs> Interesting. So so yeah. So I, I'm picking Seattle. Yeah, me too. Uh, Cam's gonna have an all right game, but it, he's not gonna be able to have the same rushing success. I don't think against Correct. Seattle. So. Absolutely. And I think this might be the game where we see him pass more. So yeah, I'm really curious what that looks like. Um, Monday Night Football is uh, New Orleans Saints playing the Las Vegas Raiders. Boring Saints are. Yeah, it's good. Saints <laughs> are just gonna just them. annihilate this team if the Raiders. Don't have a really solid defense, and and their offense is just there. And I think <laughs> the Saints' defense is going to overpower them. And I think whatever the Saints throw out there, I mean, you have Kamara, you have all those guys. Taysom Hill through a giant like uh, reception and things like that. So, yeah. so yeah, I think I think that's going to be the Saints. Yep, for sure. There it is. There's week two. There's week two. And uh, we're should've wrote, we should have wrote those down so we can no. see. If we, we'll go through after we're done and, and, and write this down. See, see where we're at. Yeah. You know? um, but we're hoping every week to kind of come on releases on, on Wednesdays and uh, kind of break down, like we said, not the entire week, uh, previous week, because I think our schedules just won't permit that at all. But break down the, the most fun games, kind of like general themes and highlights and things like that and see what, see what shakes loose. Yeah. But you always get us predicting the next week, I think. I think that would be a lot of fun to do. For sure. Um, and kind of go from there. But And make sure, you know, to listen to our other shows where we don't talk about football because Vargas won't let us. <laughs> uh, debates on tap every other Monday and another thing every Friday. Um, and then some uh, a few specials here and there that you just kind of have to tune in and, and so. figure out. But the easiest way to do that is subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us on, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, any of that stuff. Uh, or any of the other podcast apps that you might have, uh, I you know email us at debatesonfans at gmail Tell us who, what your favorite matchup is, what you thought of Tom Brady, what you thought of my song at the beginning of this. It's a great song. I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll email him. It was so off key. Uh, <laughs> find us on Instagram at debates on pictures, and find us on Twitter at debates on tap. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Go Chiefs. <laughs>